Yeah, I was doing some research on the country that we're going to be doing the two takes. Yeah. And I, I happen to notice that that country, the local uh, government group, the states, each of those states has a mascot. What do you think? A mascot. So here in the United States, I started look, I looked up like the state of Illinois. No mascot. State of Missouri. No mascot. I think we got some work to be done here in the United States with respect to mascots. And you know what? Let's, what? let's face it. People don't want to think about, you know, we don't need to be creative and come up with, a, 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 you know, how to get the mascot. It's very simple. All you got to do is take the state bird and you make it the mascot. So as a result, in the state of Illinois, a cardinal would be the bird and that would piss off all of the Cub fans. What do you think? I think it's time to start the show, John. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You are ridiculous. Hey, it's the Bro Show. We're here. You made it. Fantastic. I did. I did make no, it. Not you, the audience. You always oh, get yeah. that wrong. It's unbelievable. Oh, well, yeah, well. Yeah, well. I just I, I think you, of myself first, and then all those listeners uh, just in second. I guess that's a, that's a personal problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. <clears throat> so, yeah, John, it's time for the show. And okay. as, uh, if you're new, if you're new, we are brothers. My name is Jerry, and my name is John. And every weekend, we post publish a show every Saturday. And it has four topics, and I'm going to tease you a little bit here and not give you the details of what they are. You'll see mm. it all comes about like magic. <laughs> and so, yeah, right? Yeah, just like a rabbit coming out of a hat, right? <laughs> well said, because it's the season of the rabbit. We have a six-month season, and this season happens to be the season of the rabbit, right? Okay, very good. Yep. Hey, you 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 got anything on that above the belt there? I do actually. I'm uh I've got a long sleeve shirt uh, shirt on to keep warm because it's a little cool Ooh. here. Yeah, I've got the Technicolor Bro Show T-shirt with the oh. fist bump. Well, I took it one step I, you further know, I've got, below. Yeah, Go ahead. Uh, hold on, I've got a couple of these. This one is the one that's blue, uh, darkish blue background. Looks, it's a really good looking shirt. Uh, we get a lot. I get a lot of compliments on people like it. What do you got going? Well, I, got, I took a step further back, and I've got the original. I got the fist bump. Oh. the original fist bump shirt. You know, the the, the black wow. and white one. Yeah. Wow. So we, we are styling and cancer, age and loss. Those were the days. Yeah, oh, well. those are the days. So yeah, we got that going on. And by the way, people who want to be notified when there's a show ready to listen to. You just go to bro.show in your browser, nope.com, none of that nonsense, bro.show, really short, really easy, and you'll see all our stuff, and you know, there's subscribe buttons all over the place. When you subscribe to our show, you don't get hit up for money, you don't get pestered, you just get notified every Saturday morning when the show's ready to go. We usually post it right after cartoons are done. Yep. Saturday morning cartoons. So, cartoons. You know, we have a sense of timing. It. Yeah. We sure sense do. Of timing, right? Hey, uh, do we have a sponsor? 
Oh, we, we have Animal Legal Defense Fund. Uh, this wonderful organization's mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. And we know there are critters out there that need help. So what does the, the fund do? It accomplishes this mission by filing high-impact lawsuits to protect the critters from harm, also providing legal advice to other prosecutors, and also supporting tough animal protection legislation. So in addition to all that, they've got something that's near and dear to us, and that's called swag. Oh, they do. They do. I've got one of their T-shirts. They're lovely. And if you want to get one, uh, all you have to do is look at our show notes. We've got links to everything, how you can donate to the Animal Legal Defense Fund, how you can uh, look at their content and get a T-shirt. And right along with those T-shirts, we have our own T-shirts. We use the same printer they use. And it's a, a lovely bit of business. And uh, you just go there to merch.bro.show, and you can Ooh. see all our all our good stuff. And we've oh, got man. rabbit T-shirts and a rabbit coffee mug. <laughs> oh boy, what do you think, rabbit, John? rabbit. That sounds like a good subject. We 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 need right now. We need a rabbit story. <laughs> we decided to do pet rabbit 101. We don't realize yes, it, but when it comes to animals, when it comes to pets, rabbits rank number three, right behind dogs and cats, with around three million of these that are being kept as pets, rabbits. And why? Well, you take a look at a rabbit and you say, oh, that cute little critter. It's really just very adorable. And you look at it and you make an impulse purchase. And this could be from breeders, animal shelters, pet stores. And let's face it, who wouldn't want one of those little critters? Well, the problem is, the sad news is that, you know, you got that impulse. But once you get that thing home, you get that rabbit home, you say, well, what am I going to do with it? Most people don't want to keep their pet rabbits after they make that purchase. And this can present a problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because you take a look at a rabbit and you say, well, it should be as easy as like a, a small animal. It, it can't be as difficult as a dog or a cat, but what Wrong. they don't realize, it uh, it is. It's more like the dog and cat as it, uh, in fact, in some ways, it's even more. So yeah. that that's what happens. It's a real yeah. problem. Well, you know, also, you know, it, it kind of amazed me when we did the research for this, that the lifespan of a rabbit is not that different from a dog or a cat. Right. You think, well, this critter is going to probably croak pretty quick right. and I won't have to deal no. with it, but it doesn't work that way. No. What What would be no. the average life of a domestic, Ten, domestic uh, rabbit? Eight to 12. Eight to 12. Yeah. Eight to 12 eight years. To 12 years. Wow. So average 10. And, you know, a lot of them live to 15, just like a dog mm-hmm. or a cat. So and uh, rabbits are so cute. They're really nice looking. And actually, uh, when it comes to the rabbit population out there, pets, it. it it could be even as much as much more than that. It's been estimated it could be as much as seven million. So there's a lot of them out there, and not many households have rabbits. Uh, households do, but it's you know, and as a result of that, people don't really think about uh, rabbits as being a problem, like we have dog rescue or cat rescue. And the other thing is so tempting. People say, well. I got this rabbit. I don't want it anymore. Well, the solution is let's just go out in the wild where those other rabbits are and just, you know, put it in, in with them. And that way, that'll, that'll be a happy story. Is that story really that happy, though? No, no, it's a so. bad, bad idea. Bad idea. Sad story. Yeah. 
because uh, they do, they do not have the the ability to, to survive under those circumstances, which we and we've done enough research to know we don't need to get into. But they're very sensitive medically caring for a rabbit. They they're they're subject to uh, they could be very subject to illnesses, uh, disease, etc. That's the reason Common care cold. is very important. Common yep. cold. Yeah. They wow. get sneezes. Rabbits sneeze quite a bit. Yeah, you know what? We know that releasing them to the wild presents an, uh, uh, particularly when you buy a rabbit from like an animal breeder, more than likely it is not going to be uh, neutered. So you're putting that out, and perhaps even before we know they multiply rather quickly, they're probably yeah. could, you know, before they die, they could be producing more rabbits. That's and correct. making the population even uh, the, the the problem correct. even greater. Correct. So, correct. Uh, I think the thing that we need to realize here is that uh, I think what the, the, the when we look through all this problem, what we need to do is think don't do adopt don't shop is is critical. In other oh words, yeah. What you do yeah. is you don't go uh, buying a rabbit from a pet store. There are rabbit rescue organizations out there. Uh, maybe you don't know about them, but if you go on the internet, you can find one close to you. That way, you you do two things. You're caring for a rabbit that's been abandoned. It's at the rescue place, and you got yourself a pet. And guess what? It isn't going to cost you anything. You're going to get a. You're going to find out in terms of its state whether it's probably you're going to at a rescue place. You're going to get a neutered rabbit. And so the easiest and nicest thing you can do with respect to the rescue uh, mission of uh, for rabbits is to actually go to one of these places and adopt one. So. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a couple of questions, John? You're pretty well read on this subject, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm rabbit centric. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rabbit housing. I've got a rabbit. What do I do with him? Well, that's a tough. You know what? The thing is that you've got a decision to make. Rabbits are actually fairly that uh, they take to instruction fairly well. So when it comes to giving, you know, to, to have the place with them to go, uh, you know, go to the bathroom, they can do that with if you get a. Uh, you know, a, a box set up for them. So you've got a decision to make. Are you going to put them in a cage or are you going to let them roam uh, a roaming rabbit in your house? Uh, sort of like with a roaming dogs. rabbit, you, a roaming rabbit. And so you make that decision. But if you did get a cage, there is a lot. I don't want to go into all the details. You got to get a certain size. They, you know, they, they want to have certain amenities within their house. Uh, that that are going to be important. Bedding is important. Make sure you have the proper texture in terms of the bed. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into too much detail. I okay. Just, I wanna, okay. I, I I've got I got I, another question for you. Okay. Okay. I can't be home all the time. My rabbit is getting lonely. How do I get a rabbit companion for my rabbit? Well, you get there's two there's two types of companions. There's the human companion where that's a challenge, and then there's also getting another rabbit. Be careful. Yeah. Rabbits are very selective. You would think that the fact that they multiply as fast as they do that they wouldn't be you know they they it'd see sort of be a booty call and that'd be about it. But it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. No. Rabbits no. are very selective. So what you need to do is you need to go to your uh, rescue organization. And uh, they will help you because they rabbits like to do speed dating. They they <laughs> they actually <laughs> so they yeah uh, so they what they do is they like to go in and they'll they'll take the rabbit around and introduce it to a variety of rabbits and and they'll you'll know pretty quickly which one 
the rabbit likes. It isn't. It, 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 it's quick. So you're not going to spend a whole day there at the rescue place. I would say within okay. probably half an hour, you'll you'll have the companion and you'll have a happy rabbit. Okay, another question for you, John. How, how I have a rabbit now, but he seems to be very standoffish. How do I bond with my rabbit? What do I do? Well, the thing is that bonding is is a long term exercise. It doesn't happen overnight. What you need to do is okay. you, 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 you don't want to be the aggressor with respect to this relationship. You want to be the one okay. that is sitting by near, near, near them. And, and as a result, wait for the rabbit to make the first move towards you. So how you do this is what you do is you get your rabbit, pull it out of the cage or if it's roam free, get within about, I would say, 20 feet, lay on the floor, about 20 feet from the rabbit, read a book and do that for probably a week maybe two weeks, and you'll have a rabbit for life as a friend. He'll just come over to you and, and, and start asking yeah, questions. It, it, it'll it'll eventually come. It, it, out of curiosity, the rabbit, they're smart. They see you. They don't move right away. But probably uh, you just got to get a book like Gone, Not, Gone with the Wind and be ready to, to read for a while. That's it. That's the way it works. I, I think I'd prefer Watership Down. That would be a good book to read while you're waiting for your <laughs> rabbit to bond. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah these well, are but, rabbits. but yeah you know we, we uh there's a lot more with respect to rabbit care and we look forward to your shows okay all right to go well, over that stuff. i think it's time for the it's time for the word dude the word our word is prefecture and p-r-e-f-e-c-t-u-r-e prefecture it's an area territory of authority comparable to a U.S. state. So when you take a look at a country, some countries don't call them states. They're actually smaller than states because it's a small country. So they call them prefectures. And uh, and so they're the level of government just below the national government. So in the United gotcha. States, that obviously be states. So here's an example. Japan is divided into 47 prefectures which, you know, rank right below in level of, uh, of jurisdiction and administration uh, with respect to the country. And you can get the, you can take a look at the wiki. It's the source that mm. called prefectures of Japan. If you want to get wow. an idea how it works there. So that's our Beautiful. good word. Okay. Now, John, John, there's something really serious going on right now in Japan regarding baseball as we speak it's going on can you please tell us what this is well what's happening right now in japan and it's it's kind of amazing because it's parallel in some ways to some event that's happening in the united states we have an event going on right now in the united states called the little league world series well japan takes that up a notch i mean we've got and it's international obviously here so at the same time as we speak right now in this in japan they have a national high school baseball tournament. And the way they do it is every, it's, it's a open tournament where every high school in Japan is, uh, is in, participates in this tournament and there's about 3,500. So what they do is they take the prefectures of, and have the regional tournaments based upon the states or prefectures of, uh, prefectures of Japan. And they have regional tournaments and out of those tournaments, they have then the representatives that go to the national tournament called a Kosien. It's K-O-S-H-I-E-N. 
it's located it, it they actually do it at a stadium with that name where it seats 55,000 and for about two weeks the tournament started uh actually started on October, august 5th it's going to finish up on august 21 and for every day there will be 55,000 people sitting there watching and they can have as many as four four games a day they start pretty early uh, you know maybe nine o'clock in the morning and just you do most of this during the daytime in the in in the country that means that the these people they they're it's like the uh, march madness with the the basketball tournament here in the states people take off work i mean people are glued to their tv sets watching all of this and it is considered the it is the 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 number one amateur sports uh, event of of the year and it's, it's you know what impressive. you know what amazes me you know I, I watched the movie John that we have a link to in our show notes yes there's a there's a 94 minute film about this which I found riveting uh, I I it's a really well done film the production values are high the contents excellent and the choice of what they chose to focus on was amazing and my takeaway when you say people are watching this stuff they're not watching it John. They're living it. I mean, yeah. this is so hardcore. I've yeah, never this is, seen uh, any yeah. any sports activity this intense. Uh, right. You know, I mean, I think there should be a national thing to get rid of all sharp objects while this is going on. <laughs> because these people get really involved in this tournament. People are screaming and hollering and crying and renting their garments and all kinds of, you know, uh, old testament kind of stuff going on there in the in the stadium i was stunned and actually kind of moved you know watching this film but it doesn't stop there does it no it sure doesn't i mean uh you need to think about the fact that the teams that are involved in this exercise go through their own emotional uh, wrenching as it relates because baseball at the high school level in japan is 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 the sport and so you could maybe say well how many guys do you have on your team 20 but there's probably 120 maybe 100 kids that are going to go out to play so that they can get on the team so there are three uh, three or four different places where the emotion really comes on hot and heavy and this documentary that we were referring to uh, is called koshian japanese field of dreams uh, 94 minutes, uh, and it's actually was done in conjunction with the 100th anniversary of this tournament. So this is not what you call a Johnny-come-lately um, no. tournament. This is something that's no. been in existence since the teens, 19, 15, 16, etc. And, uh, and, and we got an opportunity in this thing to take a look at that grassroots level where the you have, where they have two coaches that are they 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 focus on that they are highlighted in this documentary and one of them is the stern old school teacher basically parks out stuff and uh, and really is very very the rigor and the 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 critique the amount of critique that the players get and they have a certain means by which they need to acknowledge it which basically is thank you in other words you say well you can say you're not a very good ball player thank you I mean, that's the way the coach. Yeah, I, I think the Stern coach, what's amazing about him is that his mentor was a kamikaze pilot who just his number wasn't called and he had, didn't have to get up in the air. So he still was alive. 
And that's the guy who basically is the mentor of the Stern coach. And, yeah. uh, and the, the, the thing is, and on the other side, he had an assistant that then became the coach at another high profile, high profile high school, which has produced players such as uh, Otani. And uh, so he has been able to go to the tournament and several, I think 20 times and win it like nine or 10 times. While the poor guy yeah. who's the stern guy, he's only been to the tournament once and he's been trying for 30 years. He's only been to the yeah. tournament. Once. Yeah. See, it's not talking about winning. But when it comes to emotion, the emotion lies at the level of first making the team. And the way it works is if you don't make the team, it isn't like here in high school, our high schools, if you don't make the team, well, I'll just go back to class. Maybe next year you can make it. No. You stay on the team, but you then become a groundskeeper or a water boy yeah. or something. Yep. Or you go, go out and look for some balls That's out right. there in the outfield. So you're, you're given these tasks because they, they, everybody says, look, all these jobs are important. Uh, so it's part of the bonding process that they, they do it that way. And But the, the fact is, if they announce, when they announce the 20 guys who make the team, the emotion comes out. It's like, the, is there crying in baseball? In Japan, there definitely is. There is no. Oh, on the high school level, there's a ton of it. I mean, it, I yeah. was stunned. I, then was, you I get, was amazed. You, then you get to the regional tournament, and you've got that process of, you know, trying to become one of the, be the representative for your state to make it to the national tournament. Uh, and when, and, and all those games. And keep in mind, this is a do or die, single elimination. You get one chance. Every game is either you win and go forward or you lose and go home. So at these various levels. So by the end of it, we've got 3,500 high schools that are participating. And every one of them, except for one, is going to end up crying. Because there's only going to be one winner when we get done. So that means either at the level of the regional level or at the national level. And the emotion only gets worse. It's sort of like with the tournament here. You know, you get in the tournament, you feel good about it, and, and, it's, a, and it's an accomplishment. It's sort of like the fact you make it to the tournament is considered an incredible achievement. So, uh, yeah, and, and it, so the, these players, would, they'll, they'll go through a wall in order to try to, to, to win. I mean, they're, they're, they do everything on the up and up. My favorite example of how far they will go, injury should not get in the way of them participating and helping their team win. There is a professional baseball player, a pitcher right now named Kakuchi, who is a major league player, very successful left-handed pitcher. He actually pitched a game and had a broken rib. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had, you know, he had, to, you know, breathing was, was excruciating with, with respect to pain and he did not wow. let it get in his way. So, no, he didn't. uh, I just wish that I, I had a means by which to watch some of this. Uh, I'm, I'm still working on that. I don't think it's it's possible to, but that doesn't mean that you can't get the full feel of it by watching this documentary, which is which is incredible. Oh. It's available yeah. on Prime Video. It costs three ninety nine to rent, uh, and it, it is it is incredible. So it's, yeah, it's worth I, worth every penny, uh, whether you like baseball or not, uh, it, it, whether you know much about baseball or not does not matter you will get the picture i mean these guys are so hardcore 
It's the the ball diamond is considered sacred. It's their dojo. Uh, it the whole game is an extension of the samurai warrior uh, culture that still yes. exists within uh, Japan. It's just been you know monetized. That's about the only thing I could say about it. <laughs> I, I think beautiful. yeah, beautiful. It, it is incredible. In fact, some of what they do is they it, when you get to the big tournament, the Koshian uh, tournament. When if you when you lose part of the ritual as you leave is you take some dirt home with you from the field. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh um, yeah, very carefully take it home. I mean, yeah. everything is done with such care and such precision. When they when they go into the dugout, they line their baseball gloves up perfectly. perfectly. I, I think the the other the coach and we in there's the way that Japan is conducting itself as a country as a way of life the culture. We know that their culture has been affected. It's been, it has some okay. Americanization. It, it's, it's been Americanized a little bit. But and they that's do it their exactly, own way. They, they do, do it their, their own way. way. Yes, exactly. They do it their own way. But you see through these two coaches, the one coach is at hard, fast, and hasn't done it, hasn't quite, he's beginning to see the light and saying, you know what, I got to stop just throwing the baseballs at my players. I start, I need to start receiving some of them back. <laughs> so opening up a little two-way communication but i think the thing that the, the the modern coach does it was so cool he likes to have his players live he says we are going to do a situation where i'm going to hit the ball you're going to then make an out and we're going to celebrate as if we won the tournament <laughs> and it's just yeah the yeah. mindset of these guys i mean he, he, you just don't say that he, he gets the emotion all built yeah. up there's some incredible oh. metaphors in this and uh, uh, looking at the yeah. personal lives of these coaches and how the decisions they've made and and how baseball is just it's it, like i say we call baseball our national pastime in japan that is a that's a national obsession <laughs> i was given by vincent anthony lauder jr the contributor of our of ours and he gave me two he gave me two home runs. I mean, these are just going to slam it out of the ballpark. Are you ready? ready. Here we I'm go. Ready. What do you What do you call the person who sits in a steam room the longest? What do you call the person who's able to 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 basically be the winner in a contest to sit in the steam room the longest? What do you call that person? I really don't know. The swelterweight champion. <laughs> a swelterweight. Very good. Ooh. Okay. Excellent. Here's one. What is the humanitarian reason to get rid of margarine? What is the humanitarian reason to get rid of margin? Margarine. Margarine. I, 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 I don't know, but I want to hear it. To make the world a butter place. <laughs> that is so corny. 